0: What's a challenge right now you're experiencing as a CEO we would need to work through right
1: now? I want to make product that better helps our customers, our clients.
0: With the insight that you have right now, what's the next step in applying this into your business? So
1: my next step would be getting more of problems that they're facing at most. You know, sometimes you just need to push to take the decision to actually make your own company and just start doing your stuff. Now imagine
0: quitting your 9 to 5 job and starting your very own software tech company. Now in this episode, Omar Mahdi, who's the CEO and founder of Spectrum Codes, did exactly that. Now in this episode, Omar shared his mindset of what it took for him to move from being a 9 to 5 employee to now running his own company. Also, together with Omar, we explore some of the game-changing strategies that he's been applying to acquire new clients. So if right now you're struggling with getting new clients, this is an episode for you. Enjoy. Now, before we dive into today's session, let's spotlight the visionary CEO. Visionaries are passionate, innovative, big picture thinkers. They excel at providing inspirational leadership through sheer enthusiasm and influence, but visionaries must balance their focus on the horizon with executing in the here and the now. After all, grand vision amongst little without grounded action. Now, our guest today, Omar Mahdi, fully embodies the visionary archetype. As the founder of Spectrum Code, he led his company to prominence through sheer passion, vision, and drive. I can't wait to unpack Omar's journey from quitting his job as a product development specialist to running an ERP tech company right here in China while still maintaining his visionary approach of dreaming big and rallying his team towards the whole future. Now, let's give a warm welcome to the one and only Omar Maddy. And it's so great <laughs> to have you on the show today, brother. How are you doing? Same, same, brother. I'm doing great. I'm doing great.
1: Thank you so much for such an amazing introduction, man.
0: Come on, you know how I do it, man. I got to bring my egg game when I'm, when I'm interviewing awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, man. Now, now one, one thing the things I'm always curious about is, you know, that entrepreneurial story. Like, you know, where did that entrepreneurial spirit and drive from you originally came from? Yeah, being a student here in China originally, and then you start working a full-time job, and then you had the courage of starting your own company. Where did that come from? Where did the madness come from?
1: (laughs) Well, um, to be honest, I can't really pinpoint one point in my life that I had this entrepreneurial jump. But uh, as young as I was... um, I think at the age of what, like 10 or 11 years old, I've always admired the busy businessman mindset, like traveling traveling from one place to the other, doing deals here and there, known worldwide for for business acumen. I always loved and admired this mindset. Then uh, sometime along the way when life hits you and you start just going to university and college and then you're just, you graduated, you search for the job. But in the end, it has this empty feeling that's not exactly what I want with my life. So I took a couple of jobs. One of them is, uh, is was a managerial job in a factory and then a product specialist in another company. But then it felt like um, uh, th- there's something that's missing. There's something that's missing. I can actually do a company for my own self. And it happens that I love programming. And I, I'm a self-taught programmer, and then I got the test, wow. and became socially, yeah, I got accredited by the uh, Egyptian Ministry of Telecommunication as a professional front-end web developer. And I thought, yeah, let's let's make this change. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's yes. that's
0: crazy. You know that that must took a lot of courage. And it's interesting how you said you felt this feeling of emptiness. And then that kind of motivated you to make that shift. I was actually had a session with my um, partner this morning and she was just trying to get that story out of me. And she was sharing with me the the hero's journey and the first stage of the hero's journey. It's called a calling. And when you have that calling, it's like you have this sense of emptiness inside of you where you feel like something still needs to be filled within you. Exactly. Yeah. And, and what exactly. I know sometimes there's a lot of people who are still in that space, yeah, where they, they have that feeling, but yet they haven't have the courage to make that jump. Where did that courage, where do you believe that courage came from for you personally to make that switch, especially being here in China as a foreigner? Yeah, where, where did that yes. courage came from for you personally?
1: Well, the courage came from it, it was like to be honest, it wasn't uh, something as as planned. Like um, I didn't like plan that it was time to to take a decision. It was actually something that happened through my steps of my career step. It just it was it was you know like at that time the job that I was working at working at uh, it basically let's say how it worked. Things didn't work out with the company. Things didn't work out. At that time, there was a little bit of issues with, with the company that I was working with. And I took the job. And then after three or four months, I didn't find that that's exactly what I wanted. And uh, I at that, time, at that time, I said, that's enough. Because I took two jobs before that. And that was the third job. So I was like, uh, no, that's, that's not going to work anymore. That's not going to work. So it was a little bit of uh of something that was external i don't know mm. if the job worked well i would have been until now employed but at that <laughs> time the job wasn't wasn't the thing that i wanted exactly uh, it wasn't the thing that's interesting that's so
0: interesting yeah. okay okay so i said like so, uh, that's that's uh, the time uh so so it, it, it wasn't it wasn't 100 percent courage for us there was external no. influences that created the opportunity for you to take
1: courage exactly exactly so it's basically that like you know uh you feel like it's time to move already like it's it's you know the idea was there the idea was there and that's why i picked it up quickly after i took the shift yeah, the idea yeah. was there Point was there i was already working on the company for some time mm. and then this point just gave me the push you know yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. you just need to push to take the decision to actually make your own company and just start doing your stuff. That's crazy. I remember you telling me that both
0: of our stories are a bit similar. Now, I, now I'm i saying that it is actually. Because when I came back Very to China true. in twenty, to, at the end of 2020, I came back to China as a support engineer. Yeah, I supported Microsoft yes. clients. And even though I was good technically, I didn't want to be an engineer anymore. Like I gave up my engineering hat. In 2017, when I found entrepreneurship and yes. I applied for a new job with better salary. But even though the new job is now what I wanted, I was working on my coaching business while I was doing my engineering yes. gig. And through applying for that new job, three days before my resignation, the new job employer told me that they can't hire me anymore. And because of that, I made that courageous decision to go full in my coaching because I was already preparing. <laughs> and I think that's a, a big, um a big, uh, that's a big note, a big message for those who are listening who haven't made the full jump as yet is that it's important for you to be working on that dream or that, that lifestyle or your project, yes. even before making the transition. So I really, yes. I'm really happy that Very that true. resonated. Mm. Yes. Mm. And wh- what would you say, what would you say, your most okay what wh- what would you say right now like if you had to look back right now what would you have done differently yes looking back from this lens what would you have done differently
1: if i would have if i would have one day back i would basically start the company from the get-go oh. i wouldn't take because yes to be honest like uh the point is when you start your own company and you're doing your own thing you're having this freedom of doing what you like don't don't get me wrong you work harder than being an employee this is this there's a big misconception that if you have a job you work more than having an entrepreneurial position but this is this is absolutely wrong you work much more but the point is you're doing what you like so if i had one day that i would move back in time i would basically start doing my own company and doing my own thing from the Mm get-go
0: as you were saying that in my head i'm trying to you know seeing how i would have answered that question and a part of me is thinking that for me i don't think i would have been ready earlier for me for me personally yeah i don't think i would have been ready earlier And i a part of me feel like when i started was exactly when i was supposed to start it you know like if it was a stroke of faith yeah, that that's how I feel about it. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, being able to go back then and start then.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. What I want to do here now is something that I think most people don't get to see or even most tech CEOs don't get to hear. So what I want to do, I'm going to do a bit of coaching and you can decide to answer the question. Awesome. Based. If you feel uncomfortable, I can... You know, don't ask certain questions, but you have that freedom and will. So I'll just be asking you a series of coaching questions just to work your current challenge that you're currently having as a tech startup CEO. As I believe that, you know, having this conversation would be of most value to our listeners. Now, Omar, let's say we had to have a truly extraordinary conversation today. And this was one of the most extraordinary conversations you've ever had to this date. What's a challenge? Right now, you're experiencing as a CEO, we would need to work through right now.
1: A challenge that I'm working on right now?
0: Well, it could be a challenge you're working on or a challenge that you're experiencing as a startup CEO. It could be just any one Mm -hmm. challenge.
1: Okay. So basically, if we're going to say that I'm working on a challenge, um, I want to make a product that, better helps our customers, our clients, mm. that makes them basically, they, they can automate everything through one solution on the internet mm. and just, you know, it basically helps their business do everything on its own. This is one challenge that we're working on at the moment. Mm. And so what I'm hearing is that you want to
0: create a product that helps your clients, your customers automate everything on the internet. Yes, Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Um, yes. what, what do you, what yes. do you find to be? the biggest challenge with that? What's the biggest challenge with
1: that? The biggest challenge would be getting exactly what is the pain points of every business. Hmm. So getting the pain points. That would be the basic. The most. Go ahead. Go ahead. Exactly. Exactly. Painting the pain points of every business because each business It's unique. It has its own vision. It has its own story. It has its own approach of approaching the problems of their customers. So, pinpointing those is the real challenge and trying to solve it exactly how the clients want it is the real challenge from my point of view. Hmm.
0: And what would you say the real problem is? What's the real
1: problem with that? Well, I would say that the real problem is, uh, we are, we are making massive improvements in the field of AI and technology and computers. So basically, the biggest problem I would see that people are not using computers and AI to the max. Like, they're not using it to the point that they are really getting the full benefit out of everything that's going on with them. And that's what we're trying to do. Hmm. This is one of the biggest problems. What, what do you feel would need to
0: shift
2: personally? What would you need to do differently?
1: For my side, right? Mm, correct. From my side, I would, of course, love to get to know more clients, talk to them, see what's the problems, basically get to know their point of view of how they are viewing their problem, how it is affecting and affecting them. Mm. So,
0: what I'm hearing is that at this point, you would... Definitely. Yes. So, what, what I'm hearing is simply you would need to speak to clients more and get their point of view of what the problem actually is. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. And yes. yes, exactly. What would you say has been working well so far with that?
2: What would be working well so
1: far, it would have been um, basically talking to people Talking to people is is one of... Because when you're selling a product, one of the early approaches was selling the product right away. But the problem is you're not really directing it to the main problem. But talking more to clients is actually what what gives you that feedback, that input. Hmm. And what
0: seems to not be working well? What's not working well?
1: What would be working well? I would say that... uh, so basically what would be working well is the reach tell me more reaching our uh, so what we would be saying that reaching the right customer that has the problem that needs to be solved so reaching the customers may be like widespread on the internet or maybe uh we're not reaching them enough on uh, an offline base because most people would like a face-to-face more than just the online approach so basically not enough reach that's what we're trying to improve or let's say this is the major problem that we're trying to do at the moment Hmm. so now now i'm hearing
0: that the problem is getting more reach to reach more of the clients who have that particular problem
2: yes yes exactly. so
0: now i just want to clarify so is the problem getting more reach so you can find the right clients or is the problem helping them automate their system which is the real problem
1: the real problem is help more customers automate their their, uh, their services or their businesses but one challenge that we are facing to solve this problem is the reach okay. so
0: let me ask this question again so what's the real problem is the real problem the reach or is a real problem getting them to automate their businesses
1: the real problem getting them to automate of course this is the main problem. and What
0: would you say is most challenging about getting them to automate?
1: Uh, Let's say getting them to automate that some people don't really um, understand the underlying problem of not automating their businesses. So they're basically they might be losing a lot of money and they don't even feel it. It's like the cigarette effect. People smoke because they don't see lung cancer coming to them at the moment. You know, that's the problem. They smoke because they have the possibility that they might get lung cancer one time in their life, but they're not getting it right now. And this is the problem. They're slowly losing money. But if they look at the downside, that, that, like after some time, they're going to get a massive amount that they lost. That they could have saved Mm -hmm. easily. So what I'm hearing is
0: that most people don't know what they're losing by not automating.
2: Yeah, exactly. Now, exactly. Exactly. Knowing this, yes. What would you need to do differently?
1: What would I need to do differently? Uh, I would need to highlight the issue that comes from not automating your processes and using old techniques for new problems so what we basically need is we need to highlight this issue and make it more understandable for people and more how to say it more tangible more they can feel it they can see it if this happens i think that people change their minds about not using new technology solutions and what resources do you currently have for making
0: that possible, like make people highlight the real problem
2: that they would experience if they're not applying these new solutions. What resources do you have right now to help?
1: So if we have resources at the moment for that, um, let me, let me, that let me it pull it back. Uh, back, let me pull you
0: back, let me pull it back, yeah, yeah. Not if, yes. what are the resources you currently have right now that you can implement to
1: highlight
0: what you've just shared.
1: This Hmm. issue. A product that we have at the moment is, uh, we offer of course a uh, a trial software that our customers use to see the difference in what they have at the moment and what they can achieve by using the full version of our product. So basically people can try, they can see how is it really affecting what they're doing, and then they can make a and let's say an educated mm-hmm. decision, more than just a guess or something that is based on what we told. And is is there anything else? At the moment, at the moment, no. That's it. That's basically it. The trial product. We tried to talk to customers, explain to them the downside, but that's it. And is there anything
0: else you've been curious about trying? That you haven't tried as
2: yet? Anything else that I haven't tried yet?
1: So let's think about that. Um, something curious about trying that we haven't tried at the moment. Mm, at the moment, no, not really. Like, there, is, there is nothing on the top of my mind. There is nothing on the top of my mind. That, yet. So. But I'm sure that there's a lot of things that we... With research that we can find, but at the moment on top of my head. No. So
0: let me, let me repeat back what I'm hearing. Yeah. So we started the conversation with the biggest problem is that, you know, to automate every single processes within a, your client's com- company. And the reason why yes this is a problem yes. is because they haven't been able to see the downside of not having it. Yeah. It's like a cigarette smoker. He don't yes, know exactly. like what, what's the downside of him smoking so much yeah until it's too late yeah yes. and then the how, exactly. how you what you can do differently is you know giving them a trial version of your solution and so they can see the difference between having it now let's use a cigarette smoking analogy yeah let's say your clients were cigarette smokers how would you get them how would you highlight the tangible effects
2: of what they're currently doing and the harm to them, to the, to those as your clients. So how would you do that?
1: I would try to find the fastest bad effect that they're having, that they're feeling mm-hmm. at the moment and try to multiply it as much as I can, because this is exactly what's going to happen. Like basically when you're starting to smoke a cigarette, you have shortness of breath. That happens right away, it doesn't take time. It happens right away. Uh, you have sore throats. Uh, if you get a flu, it's just terrible, the amount of mucus that you have. So all of these problems are tangible problems that you can touch yeah. right on the back, right off the back. That's what you're having. And that's gonna be even 10 times more <laughs> if you continue smoking because the sore throat that you have maybe one day and day not it's going to be a serious issue. It's going to be always there and multiply that issue mm-hmm. by 100 if you continue down this way. So that's exactly how we can I And how specifically... Actually, this is, this is a very nice I know. So tell down. me, what is, what is the insight? Let me know what's the like
0: insight. That. What's the insight? I was going to ask another question, but I. it looks like you have an insight. What's the insight?
2: So... The insight that I had
1: is like... Uh, Basically, that's the problem that maybe we are facing through our business as well. Like, we're not targeting tangible problems that they're Mm. seeing at the moment. We're we're targeting something that might, losing money is a big issue, that they might happen. It's not might; it will happen, but Mm. on a long time, people can't really see that. But there is a problem underlying at the moment that they can see and they can feel every day. That's exactly what we need to target Yes, Beautiful. that's the insight. Beautiful.
0: Now, let me ask you this. What's your next step with the insight that you have right now? What's the next step in applying
2: this into your business? So,
1: so my next step would be getting more of the problems that they're facing at the moment and then lead it to the bigger mm-hmm. problem. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, we started this conversation
0: working through a challenge. And this challenge was, you know, how can I yes. automate all the processes in my client's business? And you you came to this insight yes. that, you know, they don't see the downside of not having it. And using the analogy of smoking, yes. you realize that, okay, if I'm going to really convince smokers are, Bring them into the light. You will need to highlight the problems that they're actually experiencing now, and connecting that to the long-term body effect. Yes, and you also see how you can apply that into your business. Yes. What, what did you love most about our conversation today, Omar?
1: Yes. Um, as as I usually as I usually <laughs> every time we're talking, like there's always a new insight. There is always something that pops up. Maybe. Sometimes things might be logical, but you can't see them right off the bat like there's okay, so you're doing something you're you're working okay it's logical, but the problem is so that you get to get it out this is this is this is the main problem this is the main point this is the the thing that is really important that's one thing that I would
0: take that's really helpful in this awesome. session awesome awesome, and I'm happy that i'm able to serve you and those who are listening and even as you're listening i want <laughs> hey, You are. i want the listeners you thank are you, thank I... you,
2: you I, are want the listeners...
0: I want the listeners to listen <laughs> for distinction because maybe they would have their own insights as well and what i want to do in this segment is just ask you some quick fun fire quick fire fun questions yeah and you can answer yes or no to these yeah, there's the oh, right, right. Or, or wrong. And this will get viewers to get to know Omar oh, see. Oh, see. a little bit better. So let's get the ball rolling. Are you ready?
2: <laughs> okay, let's go. You're Do ready? you think entrepreneurship can be taught? Uh, Have to be yes some no? Do you think entrepreneurship can be taught? No. Is failure necessary no. for growth? Are free perks yes. and benefits worth it? Is work life balance uh, yes. achievable as a founder? Should tech CEOs um, yes. be on social media? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Are mastermind Are mastermind <laughs> groups worth it?
1: Uh, mastermind groups, I'm sorry. A master like mastermind group would
2: be a group of people with
0: similar goals, similar ambition, working, supporting each other to achieve their goals. Yes.
2: Do you speed... Do, is that yes or no awesome. for the previous one? Do you speed yes. read? Yes, of course, yes. I don't speed Have you pulled an all night in the last month? Do you have a daily no. routine? Do you believe there's one right way to lead? (laughs) No. (laughs)
0: Thank you so much, Omar, Maddy. And if this was your last (laughs) message, yeah, if this was your last message on Earth,
2: what would you love (laughs) to leave to those who are listening? So I will tell everybody,
1: keep chasing your dream because every person born on this Earth has a, a goal, has a purpose that was meant for him or her. So keep chasing your dream, keep going. It's gonna get tough, keep going. It's not gonna be easy, keep going. But at the end of that path, if you keep going, you're gonna achieve every single thing that you dreamed about, saw, or imagined. You heard so it from I think Omar,
0: that Let's get it. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's go. (laughs) And for those who would love to love to connect with you, whether it's a client, an investor, a friend, maybe just to catch up on some ERP, Python, or automation
2: secrets, where can they connect with you? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So everybody they can contact me through WeChat. LinkedIn, I'm really on those two. So uh, basically, I don't know if we can have a description. Definitely, in definitely. I'll be leaving and, all that information we a in the description podcast?
0: area. But just, just in case people are too lazy to awesome. go to the description,
2: awesome. what is your so, LinkedIn, Hans?
1: Uh, my okay. LinkedIn is Omar Mahdi. Omar Mahdi, Spectrum code Company. Or oh, if you search for spectrum codes, it's awesome. going to be popping up. The Let's first get one.
0: it. Let's go. Thank you so much for your time, brother. and I really appreciate yes. you sharing. And, and <laughs> thank
1: you so much for having me. You know, it's it's always in the case. Awesome. <laughs> <To be honest.
2: laughs>
0: You've heard the stories and strategies of today's top tech CEOs, but where do you fit in? What's your unique superpower as a founder? Now take our free CEO type quiz to unlock your leadership blueprint and gain insights to maximize your potential. Now go to levelupwithdino.com and take just three minutes to complete this quiz. Instantly receive a detailed report revealing your CEO type, along with a personalized three-phase plan for achieving abundance and freedom on your term. Are you a visionary, a driver, an analyst, community builder, or self-improver? Take the quiz now and own your entrepreneurial journey. Discover what makes you tick as a founder and learn to lead from your sweet spot for success. That's www.levelupwithdino.com. Spelling matters. Make sure you get it right. Take the quiz and start leading on your term, your way. This is your key to freedom and go and get it.
2: Levelupwithdino.com.